Hello, I'm Jessica Bailey from Change Toolbox. Welcome to another episode in our series of People in Workplace podcasts, where I share real life experiences, ideas and tips, and connect you and your business with the right forward thinking solutions. If you're looking to make changes in your business, why not drop in and have a look around Change Toolbox business community solutions at www.changetoolbox.com. And for our consultancy services, we'll help you and your business to explore new opportunities, more options, and feel confident to progress your business plans and achieve your goals. Hello, and welcome to another podcast from Change Toolbox. Today, I'm going to talk about why work-life balance must have a place on the business agenda and share my top tips to help you to make the most of your resources and support your people to get the balance right. Before sharing my top tips, I want to touch on mental health and well-being because this has a strong link to the reasons why establishing a good work-life balance is so important to you and your people. Earlier this year, it was reported that mental health cost UK employers up to a staggering 45 billion a year, rising since 2016 at a rate of around 6 billion a year, affecting thousands of people's mental health and well-being. And I found these figures quite alarming. So we wanted to dedicate a podcast to help raise awareness about work-life balance. So what can you as an employer do to help tackle this ever-growing problem? Early interventions, such as evaluating and putting some movement into your culture where needed, is a great starting place, as culture can have a big impact on mental health, so it's important to get under the skin of what your culture truly looks like in your business. You can start by looking at behaviours, attitudes, your company values, and how they all fit with today's working environment which will help to prevent the inevitable, more in-depth, costly support that your people will need if they're struggling and are in need of mental health and wellbeing support at a later stage. We can't get away from the plethora of information that we hear and read every day, and all with similar messages regarding the UK workforce, working remotely and from home, facing similar challenges in dealing with the new ways of working, And for some, this modern way of working, albeit imposed upon many, has raised the questions around live to work or work to live. And more people are looking for opportunities where they will be afforded a good work-life balance by their employer. So on balance, as an employer, getting to know your people, what their preferences are, their expectations, challenges and constraints are, and putting them first should also be a priority. Helping your people to establish a better work-life balance and taking some responsibility will demonstrate to your employees that you really are serious about helping them to get the balance right. To help you demonstrate this, there are some good working practices that you can adopt. I think many of you may already be offering flexible and remote working, but it's important to have some structure around this. So rather than put the focus on hours, why not channel the focus and shift Towards productivity. Adopting and setting up regular reviews will help you and your team to know when tasks and workload are going to be discussed without coming across as micromanaging. 
These meetings can also help to establish if there are any early signs of heavy workloads and stress and anxiety surfacing. It's important to remember that work-life balance isn't just for employees, as managers, leaders, influencers will also need the same infrastructure to help to support them, especially as there are so many new and existing expectations in today's world of work, such as managing teams remotely. This requires techniques and skills where you and many other leaders may not have any experience or training in, which may lead to feelings of stress and anxiety and adding to the difficulties of establishing a work-life balance. Equally, the simplicity of a rest break can make a real difference. So be sure to take time out and encourage your employees to take their breaks, preferably where possible, to stretch the legs and grab some fresh air before returning to work. This is a good rule for everyone to adopt and will help to maintain a more energised and productive day. In recent months, not everyone has been afforded the opportunity to take holidays. So taking a look at this area will help to manage annual holidays and importantly, give you and your employees the time to take out and help you to avoid the stresses that can lead to burnout. With so many people now expected to be working from home and remotely, this is a good opportunity to revisit how you and your business can help to support parents in managing their work-life balance assessing affordability of childcare vouchers, although in the current climate this may be challenging, but also reviewing working hours and where there may be opportunities to adjust working hours or perhaps establish job shares and part-time roles. Not everything has to come at a cost to get results. Encouraging collaborative ideas will help teams to focus on others and themselves, sharing positive stories about working practices and personal experiences will all contribute to leveraging and establishing a better work-life balance. And don't forget to ask your teams for feedback. Let them feel ownership of this new way of working and have input to help establish a better way of working from home and remotely and getting the balance right. Treating everyone as a unique individual is key in my experience. And don't assume that just because something works well for the team, it's actually working for every individual because this often is not the case. So be sure to think through and establish an employee experience that has flexibility to be tempered where necessary, to be adopted by all your employees, or face the possibilities of more in-depth, costly support needed at a later stage. Look, it's an extremely competitive world, and my advice is to use my top tips to support your people to establish a good work-life balance and help your employees to feel valued by your business. And don't be shy about demonstrating how your business takes the employee experience seriously and showcase this through your communication and social platforms and stand out as a true people company. There's also an article you may find of interest available through our newsroom, 10 top tips to help improve work-life balance. You might want to check this out at www.changetoolbox.com to get the know-how on why adopting a putting people first mindset would demonstrate to your employees just how serious you are about helping them to get the balance right and to look after their mental well-being. I hope you found my tips insightful and this episode useful and it will encourage you to take a fresh look at your culture and how you can adopt and encourage collaborative working. 
and helps you and your business to adopt new ways to introduce a better work-life balance across your business. Please feel free to share this with your colleagues and others that are looking for tips and ideas on how to support their teams and help to build a better work-life balance across their business. For more thought-provoking ideas and tips, join me and listen in to another Change Toolbox People and Workplace podcast. And if you're looking to make changes in your business, why not drop in and have a look around Change Toolbox Business Community Solutions at www.changetoolbox.com.